I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss the syphilis tsunami billboards around LA. I know. The AHF is just mostly focused on vaccinations, which is great and like love that. But I look forward to the day where they get back to just talking about rampant STDs gone wild. Like yeah, that's, that's when, how that's I know, when you'll know. nature mm-hmm. is healed and like life has been restored back to normal. Totally. Yeah. When I don't see like yeah. a blinking traffic sign that says like, wear your mask as I'm driving down Santa Monica by the target on La Brea, I'll know things are okay. Oh yeah. Or like the traffic, the, the like little signs on the traffic crosswalks that are like, don't touch anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to see that anymore. I don't want to see that. I don't I'm truly aunt sassy with like COVID warnings. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see that. Yeah. Yeah. No longer. Loop me out. Me out. yeah me too so feels good suck my dick feels amazing i have to say i felt very strange after the first dose because i know we both got modern mm-hmm. um and i have been i've i've heard from some sources that if you feel if you have some kind of reaction to the first dose that means you could have had covid at some point but i don't i don't know because i I don't I've tested for antibodies and and I never had it. I never had them. So I think I don't know, I think everyone's just different, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so many vaccine so many, rumors. Oh my god. Like the word, everyone has an opinion and like mouth. a rumor that they've heard about a vaccine that are completely unfounded. Like yeah. I've had people be like Johnson and Johnson is the best. If you don't get that one, then you're fucked. Yeah. And then I've had people be like, Pfizer is the one. Everyone says so. Mm. And then like people are like, oh, you got Moderna? Thank God. That like there's nothing. Yeah. Everyone's just like talking. Vaccines are the hottest thing to gossip about. Mm-hmm. And no one actually knows what the fuck. I don't know shit. I just all I know is I got it and I did what they said and like sat in the little chair and waited for 15 minutes to see if I like had yeah. a seizure or not. And then carried on with my day i just said were, poke me mommy and like let's fucking do this you said poke me mama i'm ready to like raw dog the air yeah. in pretty much any given situation except for like a concert scenario that would stress me out yeah well like la is apparently mm, la is apparently lifting restrictions on in june like full restri- everything on masks inside no. even yeah, oh, no okay. ma- masks remain. Ma- oh, but what are but like what a, like what else is like been no? I think like no capat like capacity anymore. Like no restrictions. Oh, of like restaurants. Yeah, yeah, stuff? yeah. But you have to like wear a mask. I don't know. Who fucking what? knows? I mean, I'm just gonna wear a mask until this year's over, probably. Like in in like a movie theater or like a plane. 
I'm going to continue to wear a mask. Not like outs- maybe not like I don't know. I'm gonna just like, do what they fucking say. Yeah. You love you love a rule. I'm a marm. like a COVID rule. Yeah. But that's okay. It's gotten me through without getting COVID. It's what you it's what you do, and everyone has their different coping mechanisms. I think that I there's a chance that I might have had COVID at the very end of twenty nineteen or fall of twenty nineteen. Really? That's the last time I've been like sick. It wasn't here. You were sick. You were sick and then came over and we potted and then I got sick, but I got a cough that like would oh, not yeah. go. Remember my Shit. my sailor's cough? And you <laughs> yeah. can hear it on the podcast Your if you go back cough. to that era. <laughs> Literally, like every podcast episode I recorded during the month, like for a six week period, I would have to break and have like a full cough meltdown. Yeah. Like that you you early. doing the Lindsay Lohan voice was like a struggle, I remember. Would oh my god, me. I I forgot I got you sick. Sorry. So fuck you. I came here to confront you about an Sorry, incident bitch. that occurred in 2019. <laughs> Sorry, Bench. <laughs> and that's on you, Bench. And that's on you, Bench. No, I don't know. I um well, it wasn't in LA until fe- until January or February. Yeah, so it probably was It probably wasn't. Like, I think it was, I think there's just there was a shit going. I mean, there was I think I got always just stuff. I had okay, so TMI, and not to like go. This is a rock. This is an episode of love. We're all about love yeah. here. I don't want to go to, but I did have like a f- the most wretched like gastritis of my life last February, right after I or right towards the tail end of a job I had in Burbank, and I was deathly ill for like four days, and like I don't want to go into it, but it was it was <laughs> truly exorcist. It was a wild ride. It was a wild it was Mr. ride. Toad's wild ride. I had to like leave work because my stomach was like I it was bad and like I looked my unwell. my boss told me I looked white. <laughs> she was like, "You need to." Kristen go home Wig now. and bridesmaids. And I was I was literally wearing a paper towel as a mask so Simon wouldn't get sick. Like seems I, not efficient. Well, it was. <laughs> I love I love being like, babe. I, I, everything I do, I do it for you. Everything. Like a paper yeah. towel around the face. So I, and I felt, I felt fluish and achy and like, I couldn't really move. So, I mean, maybe that was fucking COVID. Cause I know it does attack people's stomachs sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know what? I haven't, I've never tested positive for like antibodies or anything like that. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think I had it. I never tested positive for it. The only thing I've tested positive for are lols. You are absolutely lol positive and NHPB. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, we've all probably <laughs> got it. Hasn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I have that. I don't, but it's common happens to almost everyone. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Good news is we're in the clear cases are dwindling in LA, especially um we have the lowest positivity rate in the country and california feel this fucking freedom that's known as half vaxxed yeah literally the second that it happened like the day that it happened i celebrated with a jamba and then went on to live my life to the fullest i'm like taking it until i'm reached that two-week barrier after the second dose i'm gonna like live continue to live as i'm living yeah I'm just like dining out a little bit more. 
Saddle Ranch. I have been to Saddle Ranch again. It was not as good the second time as the first time. I have to say the service was subpar. And they spit they some guy like I had a plate. We ordered wings for the table and I had a plate full of like buffalo wing bones in front of me. And instead of clearing the plates from the table to put my entree bacon cheeseburger down, the guy just like slowly set the cheeseburger plate down in front of me and just started shoving it slowly like I was just supposed to start picking up plates myself. And I, but I had nowhere to hand them to. So then I was just going to like, and then all the wings fell onto my lap, just right onto my jeans. And that was my saddle ranch journey. He forgot where he was for a second. It was, and I forgive and I forget, but actually I don't forget. (laughs) I can forgive, but I'll never forget the wings on my lap at saddle ranch. That's so strange. It was really weird. I was like, um, can you just hold on? Like, uh, but then he just pushed and he was like, this plate's going where it needs to go, regardless of what's in front of it or behind it or around Mm. it. Nevertheless, he persisted with my cheese. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. Okay. Nevertheless, we must. I thought you were going to say he, I thought you were going to say he picked every bone out of the plate. (laughs) No, he just let them spill onto me and onto the floor. <laughs> I was like, uh. And then he, we made I, I, eye contact. You are, Laura, you are a trash can. I was an Oscar. You were, he was like, he was like, he was like, oh, there's a receptacle. No, it was like. Her lap. And he, there was no, like, he fully witnessed it happen. And I saw him see it happen. And then I, like, looked and then looked at him. Oscar. And then he just. Walked away and left all the wing bones on the floor. So I just ate next to a pile of bones, which is actually like <laughs> appropriate for this day and age. Mm-hmm. I love you becoming Oscar the Grouch. Literally like forming into an old school aluminum trash can filled with bones. I've been, tra- I've been trash can many times. Yeah. When I was a cater waiter, I was like, I was literally re- just receptacle. Mm-hmm. People just gay, tr- gay trash can. Just threw their trash right at you i lived for trash Mm -hmm. there's a really good sesame street song that i've heard now a bunch of times because i go hang out with my godson who's a baby and we listen to that kind of music and it's literally oscar the grouch singing i love trash and it's like my theme song i'm like this is my (laughs) life i i Yo sono Oscar. Like, I live. Je suis. Je suis Oscar. Le Grouch. I love trash. Uh, that can, maybe like, that can be the theme. For I love trash. That's like. Sums How about up that's my... our rock of love? Instead of the normal one, it's that song. Okay. <laughs> I'm Lara. I'm Carrie. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. Sexy. Unique podcasts podcasts insatiable bitch goddesses goddesses i love Um, I just have to say first off the bat i have no idea who's going to win this me neither it's a total toss up 
It's anyone's Last game. two seasons, I had an idea by like the third or fourth episode that it was going to be either Jess and then Ombre. I was like, okay, she's coming in strong like during the football game. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like these girls have that. Uh, I wouldn't say it factor, but they have, <laughs> they have something. a shit factor. Yeah, <laughs> they have that shit factor. <laughs> shit factor. That where I'm like, okay, th- I could see these are t- the type of people that would win Rock of Love. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't have any idea. It's very up in the air. Everyone is sort of very. Everyone is very messy. Everyone's incredibly messy. They let their emotions get the best of them. They don't take the necessary precautions to like preserve just their physical health um so and it really is it's shocking but i love it and it feels like a real competition like by the end of this episode i was on the edge of my fucking seat i wrote down like the stakes are high in all caps and like i'm feeling the vibe so this season Mm -hmm. is just like it's fucking rock star well, speaking of poor health, so Big John gathers all the girls in the hotel, and Ash- and he's like, I need to talk to everyone, and Ashley's like, I don't know what's going on, and did someone take a deuce? Someone, but right when the episode opened, you just hear a girl, I have no idea who said this, and just goes, oh man, I feel like a farmer. <laughs> what, like getting up early? I don't know, I guess so. Or like, maybe, I, I believe like it could smell like a barnyard in one of their rooms. <laughs> Ashley's like, shit, man. Did someone take a deuce? Ashley and Farah are Ashley truly the non-dream the team. <laughs> they are the two. They are devils. They're everything I don't. They, they I are. I, they are like queens of like unabashed like poop queens. <laughs> Speaking of poop queens, there was an article <laughs> that Ghislaine... <laughs> doesn't flush your toilet in prison and it's like smells like horrible and it's a mess why <laughs> Por qué? she's, like a, di- she's a diva okay wait a d a poop speaking she's of, a poop queen speaking of poop, poop divas <laughs> queens um well so big john's like hey guys so i just need to like talk to everyone really quick brett is on his way to the hospital right now maria the 40 year old 40 plus model was rushed to the hospital last night <laughs> he goes while you are all asleep because Maria has a medical condition. While you were asleep, she was rushed to the hospital. And I, I just wrote, damn, lol. <laughs> well, like, it's, I want to know what's going on yeah, with Yeah, what's her. the fucking condition? We never find never out. Went- we, it's a true mystery. She's just got spirited away. The girls are all like, oh, everyone seems to love her. Like, she was the most well-liked. Everyone's like, couldn't have happened to a nicer person. I wish her well in her life. It's also really easy to be like that when you're just like, oh, this person like is eliminated. Like it's yeah, like it's the best day. The best news they could have woken up to is the news that one of them is like terminally ill and died and will no longer be on the show. Well, I really I tried to figure out there was no. No, I, I Googled it. I was really trying to figure out what happened, but nothing. There was no information about it. It's, I don't know if she's. I, one of the Google searches was, is Maria from Rock of Love dead? What was the answer? I don't think she died, but she, it was serious enough that she's just, was, she's just not on the show anymore. Serious enough that they didn't even film it. It was like true emergency status. Like, she just got to go. Yeah. Brett, we see Brett in one of the rock buses, and he's like, he's like he calls Maria, and uh, 
he's like, Hey Maria, you know, I heard the ambulances outside and I looked, but I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. I'm like, so you saw that there was a commotion. Maria was probably being, you know, brought onto a stretcher, onto an ambulance. And you just went, Hmm. And like, was like, that's strange. Something's not. He goes, fellas, is it gay to go check on this sick woman? Yeah. And they were like, hella gay. And he was like, okay, I'm going back to bed. Maria yeah. also, she's unwell for a variety of reasons, but mostly the things that she says to Brett in this phone call where she's clearly like delirious. She's on her deathbed. He goes, she's like, Brett, it's so good to hear from you. She was like, when I was in the oh, ambulance, they- she's like, they tried to, they're trying to take my blood and they go, we can't get this girl to bleed. And I said, of course you can't get me to bleed. Brett has my heart. I love in the middle of a life-threatening emergency, Maria's mind is on one thing and one thing only, and that's Brett, who literally did not care enough to emerge from his lair to see if she was okay Mm -hmm. or not. Constant professional, Maria. (laughs) Always on, she's always on camera. She's, she knows, she's in the show at all times, in character. But also they're like, who's Brett? Like, these met, like, an ambulance arrived and like medical professionals like whisked her away to a hospital. Like they don't give a shit like what show you're on. So she's just like babbling to them about like some guy named Brett and they literally have no clue. And then we just see Brett. He's going to check on her and we just see him enter the hospital. I have a theory that he just had the film crew film him walking into the hospital. (laughs) I did too. (laughs) I had the same thought. And then he just completely turned around and he was like, He's like, fellas, is it gay to go in the hospital? And they're like, yeah, man. Fucking gay They're like, that's fag and shit. Like, and he was like, oh, good. get me out of here. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Wait, so Brett also tells her, he's like, you know what? I talked to the doctors and they said, do not come to the hospital to see this woman. But you know what? Yeah. I'm going to break the rules. And I was like, Brett literally probably like walked into COVID wards. He also just like made that up. Yeah, he doesn't care. You don't go from, like, like, looking out a window and then being, like, shrug and going back to bed to, like, actually caring that this person you don't know is in the hospital. In hospital. Maria is truly in hospital. Yeah. But, Brett, I don't believe that they'd be like, no, you're not allowed to come. Unless she's, like, in, like, a... I think she's really sick. I think that they would be, yeah. like, you're not allowed to be here. Your presence alone could kill this woman. <laughs> you are draining her of her life. Brett, she's like a walking. Her medical COVID. emergency is that she's on Rock of Love. Yeah, they're like, we Shit. have a few she's questions flat-lying. to ask you, <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am, are you on Rock of Love? Do you happen to be on a show called Rock of Love? And she croaks out, "Yes." She was having like full Gwyneth and Contagion. Yeah, I think she's like SARS. I, yeah, I I don't know. I was, I don't know, maybe, and Brett's like, I, you know, I have diabetes, I understand. I don't know, maybe she has, who knows? I, I hope she's okay, and she could have been, you know, I think she was stars, straggler. Deeply not okay to get, like, just immediately you're gone with no fanfare yeah. or anything. Like, prayers for Maria. Prayers to Maria. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the girls 
it's announced that the girls are heading to Chicago, and I just wrote Rock of Love Land. Like it's mm-hmm. Brett comes alive in Chicago. He loves, this is where he's at his best. He's looked. He's never looked more gorgeous than in Chicago. It brings out he a side it. of him. Yeah. He's like, fellas, is it gay to go to Chicago and love it? And they're like, no, man. No, man, go off. He goes, all right. It's announced before they get, like, midway, like, as they're on the tour bus, they're all changing into sexy lingerie and, like, sexy pinup outfits. (laughs) And they're going to, they're heading to one of the venue, the venue that Brett's playing at that night for a special challenge. And Marcia is kicking off the morning by taking shots of tequila and just getting fucked up and mooning people chasing with red bull i mean tequila and red bull is the equivalent of doing meth Mm -hmm. yeah you're asking for it and you're asking for like a fiery shit later in the day (laughs) (laughs) prayers for her sphincter and for everyone around her she turns to beverly and she goes do you want a shot and beverly's like i'm trying not to get she says that she was like, I'm trying to get only like a small level of like totally fucked up today. Like they're like, we all know we're going to black out at some point, but I'm trying to like not black out until 3 p.m. Yeah. They're like, OK, let's let's wait till we're off this bus. But Marcia's. No, there's no way. Cannot be her. reasoned with. No. Sh- Brett's like, tonight I'm playing at the beautiful Horseshoe Casino in Chicago, Illinois. I love this place. I don't know where that is. And I lived in Chicago for a few years. I don't think that that's yeah. in the city. It must be like on the outskirts. I'm Googling Horseshoe Casino. There's a lot of Horseshoe Casinos. It's a chain. I don't know. It's a chain. It's a chain. Oh, yeah. It's in Hammond, Illinois. That ain't Chicago, baby, but. We'll call it the greater Chicago area. It's the Chicagoland area for sure. The metropolitan area. Um, Chicagoland area, is that what they call Mm -hmm. it? Chicagoland. I have, yeah, wow, okay. Um, So they get there, I just wrote iconic. Mm -hmm. They're in like, (laughs) they're in like sexy lingerie. Mm -hmm. And then they're presented with the challenge which is that they have to accomplish a roadie challenge where they have to dismantle the stage and all the instruments and drum sets and wires and load everything into two separate trailers and whichever team does it first wins a date with brett it's just it's literally just free labor yeah like it's not it's not like some inventive challenge it's not like they did something cute or like they could have done some kind of twist they literally are just breaking down i'm really unclear like i love brett (laughs) he's like you know ladies we just all want you to be safe so there's some boots that you can wear i'm like you're literally not doing a single thing to make these ladies safe like you told them like you misled them purposefully and were like dress in your best sexy clothes to like come and yeah. do hard physical labor that you could get like hurt doing like you need pants. And he did the same thing with like hockey where Brett is like loving to like put these women through hell. Well, he's breaking them. It's typical cult behavior. Yeah. But t- wait, but it's, it's like, it's kind of crazy. Like every other challenge has been like some 
they've been stupid but they've been at least somewhat inventive this one is just literally day labor Mm -hmm. unpaid unpaid labor yeah unpaid hard physical labor hard labor like hard yeah yeah like a labor that whatever his roadie who comes out like jeffrey or whatever his face is like that's the kind of guy (sighs) that does this labor oh my god with his streak of like blue hair Jeffrey probably just needed a day off. He looked like maybe the labor had gotten to him. So he's like, Brett, do me a solid. He's like, I have a hernia. Can you make your ladies, can you make your ladies do it? And Brett's like, yeah, I'll make the, I'll make the girls do it. But we'll make it funny. We'll tell he's them like, to dress up in lingerie. Means like, hell yeah. Taya feels really confident. And she oh. says, there's one thing I know. I know how to strike a stage. And I was like, wow. She's like, I grew up around my dad. I was like, was your dad a roadie? But I loved that for her until I hated it. Her her. dad was like in music. Yeah. So she's feeling like she's she's great about things. um, Marcia is inexplicably wearing a veil. (laughs) She's also (laughs) toasted. Yeah. She's it's like, mind you, it's like it's probably like 10 in the morning. Mm -hmm. 11 in the morning. She's borderline unconscious. Like her eyes can't mm-hmm. focus on anything. Mm-hmm. Mindy is ready to deadlift, but she's also has to piss so much. And she is like, but she's like, so wants to be committed and not have to take a bathroom break. But she's ready to like, she's CrossFit burst. style. Yeah. LA style. They, <laughs> they divide the girls up into a red team and a black team. And then they have, since they have like an odd number, they're like, there's one like green pick and whoever gets that like doesn't gets to sit this challenge out. And Marcia, uh, she gets a green pick, which I feel like that was a good thing because she's too drunk to like do this kind of job. Like she is now a liability to have around. Yeah, that was God's grace. Yeah. He, Cause she she would have killed herself, I think, if she had tried to. She would have died. Lifts. She would have broken yeah. her spine. She snapped her spinal cord in half. Mindy goes, I have a problem. I can't even get up on the fucking stage. I have to pee so goddamn bad. Mindy, I'm sorry. She is Rodeo. They are one. Like, I could see Rodeo being like, oh, oh, God. Oh, no. I got to pee. I have to pee so goddamn bad. Wait, did you also hear that Mindy had a twin named Cindy that was on Survivor? Yeah. Iconic twin. These people. Reality Reality TV is just like, it's like the Mormon church. Like everyone is like branched off from another. Mm -hmm. I love that for them. Mm -hmm. Is that that a good analogy? I guess. I don't know much about Mormons. I just know there are a lot of them. I'm obsessed with Britannia's thong short combo. Mm-hmm. Like Britannia's really fading for me. I, I need her to like step it up a little. Yeah, I'm with Brett. She needs to step up her game because she's she has faded into the background. She, and I liked her. I love her. I mean, she she gave Brett her clip forever. Piercing. She gave but like I forever stand. Mm-hmm. But I need her to like. But you know what? I can. This is probably an annoying challenge, so I can see why she's probably like goes into like some kind of fugue state. Yeah, it's this is the point in the competition where certain women are starting to fugue and like enter suicidal depressive territory. And then Mm -hmm. they have to really decide, like, 
am I going to try and pull through and like break mm-hmm. through, break on through to the other side? Am I going to end <laughs> it and my life or am I going to just save myself and walk away from the show? And like mm. they're, they're reaching their breaking point is like, we'll see as the episode progresses. Taya, who's like <laughs> the MVP so far, she's like, it's like a sport to her. She's taking things, she's breaking things down at the speed of sound, <laughs> speed of light. And she is truly defying physics and how fast she's doing everything. And I'm, I'm in awe, but unfortunately she gets a little, she gets ahead of herself. She's wrapping, she gets ahead of herself, she's wrapping those wires, like watching her wrap those cables. I was in, I was truly, I, I kissed her feet. Spiritually. She falls clear off the stage and on the way down hits her knee on the stage. It was like before her side lay like fell off kind of with her legs spread and then hit like her inner thigh. Like I literally when I felt like sick to my stomach, it looked so painful. Like th- that is like that's a bad injury. Yeah, meniscus vibes. Like she went down her legs were in the air and then she crawled back on stage and then i and that in that moment i thought maybe taya will win taya could win she has like and brett likes it when like he likes when women he are likes in pain when women are in him. pain and i understood like i i felt i think i channeled what brett was feeling in this moment cuz like he saw her going so hard and then he cursed her by going Taya, baby, you need to calm down. I don't want to see you get hurt. You're going hard. And she was like, it's fine. It was like pointing. Like someone was like, what do I do with this? And she was like, take that, that small speaker over to there. And was like. (laughs) (laughs) She she was was like Rose McGowan. Yeah. She was Rose McGowan in in, uh, Grindhouse movie Mm -hmm. where she's shooting people. She her leg suddenly becomes a machine gun. She's wearing like a latex French made bikini with like tube mm-hmm. socks and work boots. She looks fucking sick in a the best way that sick can be used as an adjective. And then she's like Fifth Harmony work from home vibes. Yeah, she fucking takes the tumble of the century. Of the century. <laughs> and they showed it five times in a row. I was barfing into my own lap. I was so traumatized. And then she gets crawls back up on the stage. And I knew when you bounce back that quickly as someone who's fallen and like really hurt themselves Same. a lot, when you bounce Same. back up and you're like, I'm fine. <laughs> you're no, you're not okay. Literally, a, uh, you're about to faint from pain. I, I got nauseous. I wanted, to, I was like retching too. It was, it made me want to projectile vomit when I saw it. I couldn't and look. I had to stop when- looking because it hurt me too much. And then she returns to her tasks, but as she's, she's she now continues doing it, she's weeping. Yeah, she's weeping. I just and wrote, holy shit. That, to me, that's where I was like, oh, this is really hot. But I was, like, cognizant of, like, how fucked up it is to have a boner for that combination of things. Like, hot woman, hot injured woman breaking down a stage and crying is, like, the kind of porn Brett Michaels Googles. <laughs> What's that? What's that Cronenberg movie where they like get like they like getting into like accidents? Crash. Crash. It's like Brett's like into that. Brett's crash is just like hot women getting injured while LARPing as roadies and then weeping mm-hmm. but continuing to do the job. 
Farah comes over and just like yells at Taya for crying. She's like, "Stop fucking being, a- stop whining." I'm like, "Okay." She just like destroyed, shattered her kneecap. Farah lumbers over, and it's like, she goes, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> she's so, she's so like, she was so triggered by Taya being so good at it, and now she's having her moment to just like kick her while she's literally down yeah and it's like shut the fuck up shut the fuck up suck it up stop crying and do your job and taya's like i'm literally injured she was like who cares no one gives a shit do it and i was like damn i would quit the show and flip the hell out yeah i would i would like fight i think if i were taya i would have like fought her i think i would have screamed like this would have it would have been hurricane lara like i i can't take Mm -hmm. getting injured while i know that i'm the best person at the challenge then getting brutally injured then weeping but continuing to challenge and then have farah of all people try and (laughs) sass me tell me to shut the fuck up i would have like gone i would have gone like full carry i would have strangled her yeah (laughs) i would have just shoved her against the wall and strangled her the rage I felt you would have gone you would have just been like and then a fire would have broken out behind you mm-hmm. and like you're just like th- spiritually like throwing willing people's bodies to be like thrown <laughs> around and like yeah it's like storm where like all the stage particles oh my god like, I become sw- when I, you become storm I'd be storm mm-hmm. boy storm is what I used to be as a kid when we play X your eyes just go fully white you're you go from crying mm-hmm. on your knees just looking so sexy and sad to Farrah going, shut the fuck up. And then you go, whoosh. Shut the fuck up. I, white eyes. Boy storm. And you would have gone Amma from Sharp Objects. Yeah, I would have killed I would have killed her. You'd have to pull me off of her. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> Marcia, who's just like blackout wandering around the, the, the theater, pulls Brett aside and tells him that she might not be in love with him. And she goes, you know, I'm just, I don't know if I'm, if I'm there yet. And she goes, a lot of the girls are already in love with me or already in love with you. They're saying, and then Brett's like, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, I, I might be in lust with them, but I don't, I don't think that that's what's happening here. And then she just kind of stares off into the distance and they try and And Brett says, I think I might be a little turned off right now. Yeah. He's finally, we know what it takes to turn him off is just begin like a, non sequitur conversation out of out of nowhere well what i think he's actually turned off he here's brett is so like this is why he's so fucked up is because marcia is actually being real with him also her tits are just out (laughs) and blurred out like they're just fully like she's topless yeah, they were blurred. Uh, Didn't you see? No, I didn't. I was too distracted was by like, her. I was trying to figure out what her strategy was. Like, I feel like the producers were like, you should go talk to Brett. Talk about your feelings. What? And then she, like, stumbled over to him and was like, can I talk to you? And then they went off the well, side. I saw something out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, that's a weird... At first, I was like, it's a weird mesh top. And then I looked over, and she was just <laughs> fully blurred. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so drunk. And she was like, yeah, she's like, I might not be in love with you yet. And what Brett, what turns him off, though, really, is she's being honest. 
Brett doesn't if you're if you come on too strong to him, he's like, you're crazy. I don't like that. But if you say I'm not ready, I'm not there yet with you and I still need to get to know you. He immediately hates you because he wants you to be in love with him, even though he thinks that's crazy. Yeah. And he knows and he can't he'll never be in love with someone immediately. But he wants all the girls in there to be completely obsessed and in love with him. But if one of them says I'm not there yet. He's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You're so that's right. What, that is why, that's why Brett's a little turned off right now. And she also just not dug the, her own grave by initiating that sort of totally. conversation and like not just like flirting with him or offering to like suck his dick in the bus. I wrote... Yeah, spoiler. Marcia is Brazilian Rosie O'Donnell. Oh my God. Like there's a moment where in her one-on-one interview where I was like, wait, this is Rosie vibes. Just food for thought. No, that's... I love a rosy parallel at any time. Um, I just wrote these girls are really good at breaking stages down. How did they know how to pack up? Like, everything looks so organized on these vans. Natasha's team is killing... Natasha is spearheading her team. Like, she's... Once again. Yeah. I trust her to like basically. Do I trust anything. Natasha the most. Yeah. I trust her with my life. She's I, she's so great. <laughs> she just has like her shit together. Yeah. She really does. And the red team wins. And Mindy is pissed. Mm-hmm. Mindy is so upset. And um, Taya is really upset. She just keeps crying. And. Can we talk? Brett. Well, okay. So, Brett, those, it's like Natasha, Marcia randomly gets to join. Because mm-hmm, she got Beverly. The green pick. Um, and Beverly. And then everyone, Ashley. basically everyone except, yeah, basically everyone except Farah, Taya, and Mindy yeah. win. And Brett strolls over to like tell the ladies, he's like, Go up with Big John. You're going to go to your VIP suite. And then I just need to take a moment to really speak to Brett's tank top that he's wearing, which was Mm -hmm. like, looked like a halter top. Brett, I think the fellas are trolling him at this point because he, he's like, fellas, he has never looked, he gets more and more femme as the episode goes on. By the time they get to elimination, he literally has like cleavage. And mm. I think he is now turning to the fellas and he goes, fellas, is it gay to wear a halter top? And they're like, no, man, it's fucking cool. It's straight as fuck. Rad, man. You look amazing. Oh, I forgot to say Kelsey's also one of the losers. Oh, yeah. So Brett comes over to the losers. They're all really sad. And he's like, so we're going to do a little challenge. It's called the ringback challenge. Remember ringbacks? Yeah. That's so specifically so gives 2007. Each a- and two, of, it was a, a year and a half of ring late back. odds. Yeah. Yeah. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United healthcare can help get you covered with health protector guard, fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brett tells them that they're each going to get a cell phone and they're going to call him. And whatever contestant, whatever girl has a ring back of Brett's, please let me be, oh, get you off. Like, if that song plays, then you're, you get to go to the VIP too. But if it just which rings is like the, normally. It's the weirdest. I think this is like the weirdest. Challenge. It was so weird, but I think they're doing like a big push for that song. Like, I feel like that song has now become like a breakout single in its own right at this yeah. part of the, yeah. of Brett's journey. So now they're like milking it for all it's worth. Mm-hmm. So he gives them these like and... weird, like off brand Sony phones or something. Yeah. And mindy is real top up phones for all you british people <laughs> mindy's like really bummed seeing all the girls like kind of get to go off and the vip like the winners of the red team and she goes i'm just bummed because all the girls are gonna be in there be bopping around <laughs> and then i'm out here and they have to have what they call a white trash picnic where they eat sandwiches like in a garage by the tour bus, which I was like, that's fine. At least you get that to sit great. down and then like lay down in your tour bus cave. I'd love a sandwich. Yeah. 
And um, so then they're like, Kelsey gets the ring back. Let's all call. So they all have to just like call and wait, and Kelsey gets it. And it just, I, it cuts to Mindy, who's just, she's entered like a catatonic state. Like she's no longer mm-hmm. like responsive to stimuli. No, Mm-mm. she's so she is she's sitting on the couch. All she wanted was to go to the horse show, horseshoe casino. <laughs> she wanted was to go to the horse show. <laughs> she wants she, she wants to go to the horse show. She wants to go to the casino and be VIP there, and it's all she's ever wanted in this Chicago suburb. But it's not gonna it's happen. It's never gonna happen. And to add insult to injury, Mindy, Taya, and Farah are placed up in the nosebleed section of the theater, <laughs> which is half full. It's not a. It's, it's not so a full mean. house. It's not a packed house. They're literally no. like you three have to stand up here. There were more people at our show in LA yeah. than at this concert. Like it's they could have put them like in the front row, but they they they're like you're gonna get. They punish them and make them try to break them and put them up literally in the rafters. I'm pretty sure I could identify swelling on Taya's leg, like swelling in the beginnings yeah. of a bruise. I was like, her leg is not well. Like. No, she bruised a bone for sure. You don't fall like that and no. hit your leg at that angle and live to tell the tale. <laughs> Absolutely not. Also, um, the girls, the VIP girls, <laughs> they're at one point. I just wrote LOL. This, the concert starts. Brett comes out. It's just a bunch. It's mostly women in the crowd. There's a few men, but it's like, really like diehard poison fans and there's probably like 150 people there yeah i like that it starts it's, off with big john being like are you ready to rock yeah. and then introducing his man brett so brett starts singing please let me hear you bum, bum, bum. and then they they <laughs> cut back to the vip like back off stage and the girls are all crouched down in their like stilettos taking shots on the floor they're all like huddled surrounding the shots like it's some kind of like obelisk of some some sacred thing and they're just ripping shots crouching in their heels yeah it was very much like not here for the music vibes Except for Beverly, who's rocking the fuck out, mouthing every word. Cuts her and she's like, please let me introduce myself. I will get you Her and Mindy. Yeah, and Mindy is, well, Mindy is also catatonia up in the rafters, just sitting there with her arms crossed, staring into the distance. And then- Farrah and Tay are trying to dance. And Brett Brett says he literally, because there's so few people there, he literally can see- them all the way in the nosebleed section, and you can see that Mindy is just staring into the abyss. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's really throwing me off my game a little. <laughs> this tour is also called the Rock of Love Bus Tour. So it's like in conjunction with the show. Yeah. This is the swan song of Brett Michaels' career as an entertainer. And I'm totally. just blessed that we get to see it. Thank God for Cameo. <laughs> Marcia, at the end of the show, like all the VIPs get to be on the stage and like dance around. And then, like, the encore plays and the crowd's going wild. And I guess back in the dressing room, Brett gave the women gifts, which were some bracelet, some like hideous jewelry. Cheap, 
cheap ass. Yeah, that was probably gifted like a free swag that the show got that he then just passed on to them. And so Marcia sees this like woman in the front row and she's like, she was just rocking out and she looked like she really needed it. And so she gives this heinous jewelry to this woman who literally looks at it like Marcia's like, Brett gave this to me, but I want to give it to you because I know you'd love it and you really deserve it. And this woman takes a look at it and she just goes, oh, shit. Best moment of her fucking life. She's truly so happy. It's it was a sweet gesture of Marcia. She's like, hey, I don't know the music that well, like at all, really, and it really means nothing to me. And this these people like, and also I don't want this hideous bracelet. Mm -mm. I have enough luggage. I have to like I can't just keep acquiring things that I don't want. Like we're on the road, we have to like be able to move at a moment's notice. (laughs) The woman just going, Ashley. Oh shit. Oh shit. Shit. And then Ashley, Miss Miss Nark, is already teetering on a blackout, and she spots. She's like looking for everyone to do something bad to tell on them, mm-hmm. and she sees what Marcia did, and she's like, "What the fuck? That's fucked up. He gave us those bracelets as a gift, and she's just giving it away to some stranger. That's fucked up to Brett, and I'm gonna tell him." Oh, Miss Tattletail. Ashley was probably such a tattletale yeah she's a tattletale and also like she's really a person that's only amusing when she's blammo because otherwise she really gives me nothing except like just mean like not even creative funny mean stuff just calling women like saying women are fat and they look like men is like the bottom it's like the lowest hanging fruit and her rockabilly hair yeah her like wannabe Amy Winehouse hair Get out of my face. Yeah. Um, after the concert, Brett <laughs> Brett is wiped out. Brett is also in hospital. He's on an IV Brett trip. Is, he can't even yeah, make an appearance at the after party. So Big John's like, so, you know, but we don't want, we want you guys to have a good time. So you guys are going to have free reign tonight. Just gamble and do whatever the fuck you want, basically. Like, they have free reign to just spend as much money as they in want. In this casino. Party. And Kelsey gets on the bar. She climbs up on a bar stool and she goes, yeah! Let's drink. <laughs> Taya is playing blackjack at one point or craps. Like That's they're really Taya's Taya. like winning, like winning, like yeah. She's she's a girl. She's a guy's girl. Yeah, Taya. Like I believe her. She like took home a lot of winnings that night at the casino. Mm-hmm. Taya there is like me and Simon when we go to the Palm Springs casino and go in the slot machines. And smoke cigs. You get serious. And we're just about like, it. yeah, yeah. Bever- in- <laughs> Beverly looks stunning. Oh, Brett also gave all the VIPs like slutty outfits they could change into if they wanted to. And Beverly, honestly, with every passing episode, gets hotter and hotter. Like she's looking. Beverly's really pretty. Yeah, and she's looking like Charlotte in that Atlantic City episode of Sex in the City. Like it's a similar she dress does. with like a bustier underneath. She looks amazing, and she starts kind of. She's really beautiful. Talking to the drummer, Brett's band emerges from their earth pig lair and like disperses amongst the girls. And Beverly zeroes in on the drummer, who is like hot. He kind of looked like Flea. 
He looked like the guy from the lead singer of Crazy Town. Oh my god, I don't, I can't imagine him. Bam. Come, my lady, come, Bam. come, my lady. Bam. You're my sugar pie. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Bam. 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 There's like a Vince Neil knockoff looking guy in Be- in Brett's band too. Yeah. Ashley and Farah make out for Vince yeah. Neil. <laughs> Vince Neil 2.0. And Beverly's like immediately flirting with the drummer. They're like kind of canoodling in the corner. Ashley starts zeroing in on that. And at one point, Ashley's so drunk at this point, like beyond, like she's in the afterlife of drunkenness. <laughs> and she she goes, oh, holy shit. I just saw Beverly dr- Bev dr- make out with the drummer. Fuck, I just saw Bev make out with the drummer over there. I swear to God. I swear to fucking and God. They, I swear to fucking God. And then they replay it and she was kissing him. Yeah, like they were fully they did making kiss. out. I think it wasn't a full make out, but it was like a sloppy lips kiss. A stolen it kiss. Was a, yeah. It was a stolen kiss. And Ashley goes, oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's not cool to Brett. That's a dude. That's fucked up and then just starts like screaming fuck you at beverly in front of everyone and i think everyone's kind of like loving it because it was so mm-hmm. raucous of her and then beverly's like I, what what did i do what did, i just want to no, know she, what you saw me you think you saw me do beverly was in that weird drunk state where you're like what i what did i do like you're <laughs> wait you know what i'm talking about where you get you're like weird mm-hmm. yeah you're like, oh, I didn't. I don't remember anything. You, like you just don't remember. You fallen. You're in the blackout, but you don't know that you're blackout, and you think that and you're, you're like just playing like, it cool. Yeah, you're playing it cool, but everyone else knows you're blackout. Like I think when I yeah. blackout, I go to a place of Beverly blackout where I seem normal, mm-hmm. but it's like it's just gone. That's often the scariest kind of. It's blackout. the most terrifying kind of blackout because you would not think that Beverly is blackout drunk. Ashley's also talking to this guy who looks like Kid Rock and <laughs> at one point and she's like pouting and he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I just, I don't think that's okay. <laughs> and then, But I was like, and then I was like, and then they start like kind of flirting and I'm like, well, Ashley, you're like just about to fuck this Kid Rock guy. So like, you're also like. Yeah, you and Farrah just <laughs> made out for this like random pig man's pleasure. Like you literally were like, Brett likes it, rock of love couples version and then like tongued farah so like you're basically doing the same thing and to say that like making out with a man is like somehow more intense than making out with a woman like you're still both making out with someone that's not brett and that's fucking fucked up to brett they everyone has to take ashley home because she's literally out of control and at one point she's throwing up she goes to the bus and just starts (laughs) vomiting like <laughs> hardcore and then someone someone gets a fork they go give me a fork give me a fork and they start scraping vomit off the inside of the t- bus toilet because i think it smells so bad and they don't want it to get like crusted on there because they have to live in that bus but i love <laughs> at one point at one point they're like oh ashley like Ashley's throwing up or she's puking and then you just hear ashley off screen go i'll puke on your mom <laughs> I'll puke on your mom. Your mom loves it. <laughs> and that's when I liked her. I only like her when she's puke drunk. Cause that's not even like a it's not even like a well thought out drag. It's just I'll puke on your mom. It's great. 
And I love that. I love the kind of drunk that they get like Ashley and Farah, where Farah's like picking Ashley up by her legs kind of, and like holding her in the best entrance and being like, woo. And Ashley's like, yeah. And like, they're just <laughs> raucously drunk. There was a video time. a few years ago. Oh, sorry. No, no, go. There was a video a few years ago. It was like a post Grammys party. And this, you see these girls leaving the party and they're like in front of a parking garage and someone in their car is filming it like this guy and this girl are filming it and the one girl is so drunk and her friend's like wait like ashley wait or something and then she is dragging her and then she's trying to stop her from from pulling her until she falls on the ground and then the girl takes her and starts dragging her by her hair (laughs) like across the (laughs) cement and they're both wearing like these little like post like Grammys outfits. And she's like, holy shit, Ashley, what the fuck? I'll send it. It's incredible. Okay, I need to see that. I love just like drunk girls getting physical. Mm-hmm. I'll puke on your mom. Your mom loves it. Your mom loves it. She goes, where is that? Is that a trash can? And someone goes, yeah. And she goes, Bleh. like just puked in there. <laughs> I love it. Okay, um, wait. The next- hold the fuck up because the next scene takes place at the Dana Hotel, which is literally down the street from my old apartment in Chicago. Like you Really? Yes, when they are filming on the roof later on, it's you can see my balcony like the, in the background i can't point out were exactly you, what were it you was. there yes and i was there when they were when they were filming holy shit laura like, we existed in the same realm like i probably was like smoking a cig on the balcony while these girls were like smoking a cig just a stone's throw away wow isn't that major that is crazy they're literally in my old neighborhood of river north the river north knows well <laughs> I don't know what that means. The river north. North of the river. The river sticks. Um the next the next morning it's like you can just feel the the des- the despair and the hangover. It's like unbelievable. I can really sense their dry eyes and like cotton mouth. You know, when you're hungover and your skin feels tight and dehydrated and red. Mm-hmm. Ashley has no makeup on and i was like who is that like it took me a second to like orient because she looks so different without makeup on and without like a beehive (laughs) um beverly has her hair wrapped up in a towel Mm -hmm. and she is just playing completely dumb to what happened yeah and she's like and everyone's like i heard you like made out with a drummer and beverly's like what no i didn't i don't know what you're talking about that didn't happen no she's like maybe yeah, you did. Like, I saw you, like, kiss him, and I, like, got a chip, and I, like, threw a chip at you. And I said, oh, bitch, and threw a chip. <laughs> and Beverly's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Marcia and then- is shit-tanked. It's 8 a.m. <laughs> She's been up for an hour. I have, She feels, strikes me as, like, the kind of person that will wake, she'll, like, wake up at the crack of dawn just to, like, drink more. Yeah. She's like, I want to wake up early so I can party. Yeah, she's like, in, it's like 1 a.m. And she's like, we're going to party, right? I'm waking up, guys. Mm-hmm. 
And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to wake up. She's like, okay, I'm setting my alarm. We're going to party tomorrow. It's 6.30. 6.30 before the date. And they're like, yeah, sure. And then she literally got up at like 6.30. Some people get up at that early to like get a workout in or meditate or journal. And she gets up to just rip shots and get totally blammo by the time it, the clock strikes eight. Hell yeah. And Brett's like, fellas, is it gay to drink at 6.30 in the morning? And he's like, no, man. No, man. He's it's like, the straightest thing you can do. But not for you because you, you need to watch out for your health. Yeah. <laughs> you got diabetes. And a diabetes flare up, there's nothing gayer. <laughs> he's like yeah you're right he's you're right when you're right you're right um well they go right to then they all go right to day drinking on the roof um the losers go up Mindy's, to the roof to have a drink on an astroturf patch mindy's gonna literally just jump off the roof i swear she's on suicide watch at this point because like she's lost she's slowly lost all hope and will to live. Brett takes the girls to like a, a nice lunch date that looks like they're at like Tender Greens or something. No, they're at Rock Bottom, which is another restaurant, a chain restaurant that one of the outposts is in my neighborhood. And I would always go there with like my straight guy friends because it's like a pub. Yeah, it seemed very Murray Hill and yeah. adjacent. Mm-hmm. But I love like Rock uh, Bottom as the name of any sort of establishment. I think that's pretty clever. Ashley completely just rats Beverly out to Brett and tells him about what happened. And Brett's like, Brett doesn't really seem to care that much. No, I think he cares more about Marcia giving the bracelet away. I love the way that Ashley did aired Marcia out was pretty masterful because she was like, Marcia, like what you did yesterday was so sweet. Giving that woman the bracelet that Brett gave you like she loved it. And I was like, that's the kind of like mean girl shit I live for. Yeah, she she did a really good job at at coordinating this attack. Mm-hmm. And then Yeah, Brett's <laughs> definitely he's peeved. Yeah. He's like I'm peeved. On one hand, I feel like he said that later. On one hand, follow me here. I'm mad because it was a gift that I wanted you to have cuz I gave it to you. But on the other hand, it is a nice gesture. But then you know in the back of your mind that Brett is furious. Even though it was like a free bracelet he got in some shitty swag bag. Yeah. Like, the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And then Beverly, um, once exposed for making out with the drummer, she goes, if I did it, then you're right. Like, I'm sorry. That was, like, fucked up. And I just wrote, okay, OJ. <laughs> I know. If I did it. She's going to write her book. Yeah. Brett's like, Brett's like, well, it's like, imagine if I brought you to a party and you made out. I made out with one of your friends. You probably wouldn't like that, right? I'm like, and Beverly's like, well, you literally, that's what this whole show that's is. That's what you do. That's, my <laughs> that's what you do in front of her at all times. Day to day life is I wake up, I like you, we go on a date, and then you make out with other people in front of me. Yeah. Mindy. But you're right. Brett's more mad about the bracelet. Mm hmm. And I think also, Marcia, like everyone knows, like you just can't have a person around that's like that much of a liability. No, she's like she's she's uncon like she's unconscious for most of the day, yeah. and like yeah. that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this Rock of Love franchise is enough on their hands because apparently, according to like a reader, a tour one of the tour buses crashed on a show and like killed people. 
it's Holy not funny shit. but like it happened or like a truck driver driving some of the stuff something someone died because of rock of love that's all i know fuck it's cursed it's totally cursed, cursed. i'm going into this elimination thinking mindy's gonna get canned because brett dark was darked out by her energy while he was performing yeah i thought so i'm like I thought Beverly was going to because I thought he was truly going to have like a no tolerance policy with her making out because he's just the masculinity is so fragile that I just thought like, how can how can Brett live through this? Yeah, I I thought his reaction, he thought it was kind of I. I almost I don't know, it felt almost like he was had to pretend to be kind of upset with Beverly, but I don't think he, I, for some reason, I don't think he cares. Yeah. I don't think he cares that. I mean, he's a rock. Like he's, he probably wants like a good time girl who will like, you know, HJ, HJ band member with him. With her. He goes, fellas, (laughs) I need to talk to you about something before elimination. Mm -hmm. I just want to pick your brains. And they're like, what's up, man? And he's like, is it gay? To date a woman that's made out with a man. (laughs) And they're like, no, I don't think so. Mm, It's a little gay, but not, not, nothing that anyone would notice. Yeah. You're that fellow who, the gay fellow that he consults. Mm -hmm. You just tell it like it is. You're very straight. Mm -hmm. It's not like. Really, it's not like gay, gay, but it's it is gay, but it's not like fully gay. And Brett's like, okay, well, I, I'll just as long as it's not gay, gay. On a scale, of I'll just do one gay, one to ten. How gay is it? On a tale of one to gay, how gay is it? And he's like, it's gay. But like, and he's like, all right, good enough. All right, all right. noted. <laughs> he goes, should I put some highlighter on my tits? Is that gay? And they go, no, man, load it up. Should can I strobe my face? He goes. And they're like, yeah. Should I contour? <laughs> and they go, absolutely. Put a smoky eye on. <laughs> he did. He had cleavage. He comes out looking like a snack. I was like, I was turned on by Brett because he now looks like a hot lesbian. I was like, wait, I could fuck this woman. <laughs> I was like, his hair is shiny. His face is fucking snatched and his cleave is shining. He looks amazing. He looked really hot. And I was the more he leans into his femininity, I'm like, I think the hotter he is. Yeah, that is really doing it for me. Like the more femme he gets, I'm just like because he because he's it's like he's gaining a little like confidence. Yeah. It's not gay, fellas, to look like a woman. But it is it is gay to kiss a woman who's made out with a yeah. man. So that's a good lesson for all these straight guys out there. Yeah, all all you so-called straight all guys. All you fucking gay straights out there that listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like my straight, there are some. my straight army. There are some. I've had some guys say like, I'm a straight guy listener and I love this show. Oh my show. God, I love that. Yeah. So hey to my fellas. straights, fellas. It's never gay to listen to stuff. It's not gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, My favorite fact about the SUP listenership is that according to the analytics of ACAST, it's 98% women and 2% men. 
Hell yeah. But it's a big 2% because I feel like there are a lot of like gay male listeners. There are. So I'm just like, love y'all. There's only, there's only like, <laughs> there's not that, it's both a big world and a small world in the gay world. Mm-hmm. So uh, And like only 2 to 3% of the entire world's population is gay, right? Mm-hmm. So like that totally tracks. Yeah. There's more women. Ratios. This is just math. We love a ratio. That's just statistics for you. Carrie can tell you. I keep saying, I keep saying, hell yeah. It's cool. I think it's <laughs> I rock love of love it. makes me say, hell yeah. I said, called something rock star earlier. That's fucking rock star. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Big John, Brett gives everyone a pass except Mindy, Marcia, and Beverly. And he goes, and he goes, Big John. <laughs> he's like, I- I can take it from here. You you can take these passes. Here's for the first time in my life. I know what I need to do. And I was like, what? What about when you had children and like decided to continue being a the father? Now. Now, now is, is the, the first, first time, time you've life. ever known what you were doing <laughs> in, here in this <laughs> casino in Chicago, outside of Chicago. With Beverly, Marcia, and Mindy <laughs> with standing before you was the aha moment where everything in your life finally made sense. Everything was, everything was clicking right now in front of, before, standing before a woman, two women Named Mindy and Beverly. <laughs> strangers that you've never had a real conversation with. <laughs> I love. He says to Mindy, I think you know by now how much I care about you. <laughs> and I just, to, he says that to Mindy. I'm like, wait, what? Does she? Does she? It's like she most certainly doesn't know, which is why she's <laughs> how upset. Are you, how, how can you rationalize that statement? No one knows how much you care. I think you know by now. First of all, you've been there for five days. You have not spoken to you've Mindy. Not spent one- you have not spent one second conversing with Mindy. You have maybe no. made eye contact with her, like fleeting. <laughs> Marcia, you've simply made out with while she had just like pure vomit Dorito breath. Like she went directly from her head in a toilet to sucking your face. Mm-hmm. And Beverly, you actually have had a conversation with, but I think his mind is made up that he's not going to be with Beverly. Yeah. Though I could see um, her going far. Because she kissed a guy. Because she kissed <laughs> and not, not because he's jealous, because kissing a guy is Yeah, gay. because everyone knows. Um, but he, he, he lets Beverly stay and Mindy stay. And he... He acts as Marcia. And <laughs> after, after he, he cans Marcia, he says, I hope she finds the man or woman of her dreams. She goes, may she have an awesome life. <laughs> I was like, man or woman? Like, what? what? <laughs> okay. He's like suddenly inclusive. His fellas yeah. told him, they, they were like, you can keep asking us these questions. You have to be a little more inclusive about people's sexual preferences. And he has noted. Thanks, fellas. Uh, Marcia, they interview her after she's canned. And she goes, I didn't get a chance to hang out with Brett. Oh, I almost said Chad. <laughs> she's oh. still shit tanked. Mm-hmm. And then there's an amazing... Like credits as the credits roll, it's just like outtakes of Marcia trying to read the note from earlier in the day. 
She just can't. She cannot she get can't. it right. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my god. <sighs> May she have an awesome life. May she have an awesome life and find the man or woman of her dreams. And the girls go, yeah. I'll drink to that. <laughs> They're drinking so much on, yeah, I, I think, more than ever before. I just love how Brett, I do respect Brett, that Brett really knows his limits with partying. And he's like, he is mature in that way. And I like appreciate that he's like, I'm going to go to bed. Well, I think he really learned the hard way in season one where he almost Maria'd. <laughs> he tried to keep up. He tried to and keep up, like, but hey. literally was on the brim of death. They were like, hey, if you party like this, like you will die. Yeah, his doctor probably like sat him aside like after that season was over and was like, Brett, it's like no. two beers max a night. And you got to go to bed at 11 p.m. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. He's like, oh, I just got caught up, man. It's rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Doctor goes, I get it. I get it. This is your life we're talking about. Uh. Well. So now the bus rages on. The vomit mobile presses ever forward on the open road. Let's put a light up for Maria and, and or Marcia and, and Maria both, actually yeah. and, and, and pray for both of them. And I hope Maria is healthy and wherever she uh, is, wherever she <laughs> is on this earth or in the next. So she's in her fifties now. Bless up. She was 40. That 50s? was 2007. Nearing her, nearing her sixties. I hope she's yeah. made it. I hope she's made it. She has. I think she's okay. Yeah. I think she just like had a complete. I mean, maybe she got some weird virus on the bus. It's a c- confined space. Yeah. My swim team one time, we went to a sw- we used to go to the swim meet every year in Buffalo, New York, in the, like the dead of December, like truly hell on earth. And we would take buses. And on the way back one year, we all got the flu on the bus. Oof. And I got thrown up on. And I and I turned and I went, fellas. Fellas, is it gay when a man is it gay to get pukes on throws you? up on you? And, and they're like, I'm sorry, yeah. It's very gay. And then I got a flu and double swimmers ear. Mm-hmm. That's what you that get. Life, baby. That's what you get for being gay. The, mm-hmm. the fellas will being give gay you on a bus. Yeah. Oh, guys. Um, guys. I'm I'm loving this. You. Loving you. Loving you. Loving you all. Um, just. Make sure to remember that next week we're going to start recapping Sister Wives in our bonus episodes. Ooh, yeah. Um, so we will put maybe post the episodes that we're going to be. I will post Intel so you guys can watch along. Um, we're going to do. I'll post it on my Instagram. Four so. episodes for sure. And then like see how we feel. But I'll post it so you guys have a little cheat sheet. And if you want to get those bonus episodes and literally hundreds of other bonus episodes and recaps of seasons one and two of Vanderpump Rules and ad-free episodes of SUP, you can join the Patreon. It's $5 a month. Not that much. It's not that much. And that price is going to change soon for all the people that are at that level now are going to get grandfathered in. And but... 
I'm just warning you, there's a cutoff date and we're going to have to raise the price. Oh my God, so that's exciting. Get the fuck in now while you can. And the getting still good. Patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Um, yeah, write us in. Write us reader mail and follow Lar at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at eCario. And uh, yeah. See, see you on tour next week. Love and light. Bye. Bye.